Hello, welcome, welcome all. Welcome back to the Soda Pop Podcast. I am your host, Tyler Hankins. And today we're on season three, episode 22. And we have an amazing guest for us today. We have the incomparable, beautiful, graceful, multi-hat wearing Miss Kelsey Andrews. Everybody give it up. (laughs) Sorry, wait. (laughs) Wrong sound effect. I'm sorry. Let me do that again. Oh man, I'm sorry about that. Okay. <laughs> Let me do that again. <laughs> hey, I thought it was part of the part of the show. <laughs> I meant to press the button. I went for it too quick. It's the button above that, not that one. I should have had okay. I'm sorry. Mark, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Three, two. Hello, welcome all. Welcome back to the Soda Pop Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Hankins, and we're on season three, episode 22. And today we have an amazing guest with us today, the incomparable, the beautiful, the graceful Miss Kelsey Andrews. Everybody give a warm soda pop welcome. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Miss Kelsey, I'm so sorry. It's okay. <laughs> I am being a terrible host right now. <laughs> okay. It's quite entertaining. That's okay. <laughs> we should keep all this in, actually. That might be funny. Yeah. But, um, okay, so I want you to that. know. Yeah. All this is new. So that's why, because I was uh, I was here and, you know, I was trying to make sure everything was right. So that's why Mark came in and he was, like, telling me these things. Um so all this is new. I mean, we did one episode with it. That was like last week. So I didn't remember. Oh, it's okay. Wait a minute. Oh, the applause. Oh, okay. Applause is right here. Okay. You know what? We're gonna, we're just going to keep, I think we might need to keep all this in because it's real. It's genuine. And yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. Yeah. That's okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's focus on Miss Kelsey Andrews. So first of all, thank you for being with us today. Um, please forgive me for my uh, unprofessional like intro, but I think we got the point across. Um, and I did mention that you wear multiple hats. So I'm actually really excited to hear this because you seem like um, you seem like you have it, for lack of a better term, you seem like you have it all figured out and have it all together. And as a student, as an art student, I really want to hear like how you juggle all of these different things. Um, so first, can, can I have you to just introduce yourself? Give, you yeah. know, you don't know about you, just a little rundown on Kelsey. Um, okay. So I was born and raised in Muscle Shoals, Alabama. I've been here pretty much my whole life. Um, I met and married my high school sweetheart, Josh. Um, yes. And we actually, we got married in my third year of college. So I did, I did go through college partially married too. Um, so that was, he, he went to Auburn, he moved off. So we had long-term relationship and, um, long distance relationship and, um, I don't know everything. I guess we were just meant to be because I, I would drive down on the weekends or he would come home every weekend that he could. And um, now we have a three-year-old son. So um, raising him and, and just enjoying all the, all the stages of life right now. Um, 
and like you said, I graduated from UNA um, in 2015 in, um, with my human environmental science degree in interior design. And I actually, I, I came to UNA after I graduated Northwest Shoals and I received my um, associates in art degree, had every intention of coming to UNA and um, majoring in education. I wanted to be an art teacher because um, in high school, I had the best um, art teacher, Ronnie Reiner. A lot of people know him. He um, He's no longer with us. He passed away um, probably a year or two before I graduated college. Um, and he he meant a lot to me. He, he really encouraged me, pushed me to do my best. And um, he, he has paintings on the side of actually some brick walls that are in downtown Florence um, on Court Street. I can't remember exactly what street it is, but he did a lot for the community and um, really encouraged me. So that's kind of a little background on myself. So <laughs> that's amazing. Uh, man, I'm glad that you uh, had someone who is so impactful on your life to positively impact you in that way to form you into the woman you are today because you know that lets you know how important teachers and mentors are you sure know? so I I really sure. I think that's a great thing um so what was your moment where like you decided that interior design and art like at what what was that time period and what was that moment where you were like yes this is what I want to do I want to do this for a career so um, growing up, I was always really interested in painting and drawing and um, just love doing things with my hands, being creative. When my mom or dad would carry me to the store, I would, first thing I would do is go to the arts and crafts section. Like that was my thing. I wanted to get paints or pencils to draw and stuff like that. So um, I would say... I've really been into all of the art, creative, interior design type stuff since I was really young. But uh, like once again, going back from Ronnie Reiner in high school, he had a big impact on me. And then once I got to UNA, I had intentions of going into the art program, but um, I didn't I didn't meet all of my requirements previously when I was at Northwest Shoals to get directly into the the teaching program and and I really I didn't want to have to backtrack I really wanted to get you know get in UNA and, and get it over with so I could start making a business and name for myself and so um while I was touring UNA I, I saw the the interior design like introduction and they had like a little booth set up and it told me told you a little bit about what all um they had to offer you know all the accreditations and everything and I was like just a light bulb went off. I was like, man, I would love to do that. That's something that, you know, I could, I could definitely play my, my artistic stuff in with because you get to draw floor plans and renderings and sketches and things for people. And then, and then who's to say that I don't paint a painting and then install it when I'm finished, which I do quite often with my, my clients. So, um, so I'd say that that's kind of like, where I got the idea to go into this field. Nice, that's amazing. So uh, as you mentioned, you have clients and things like that. So being a business owner and a multidisciplinary artist, how do you, as, as a graduate 
and as a mother, as a wife, and as a human, like, how do you balance all of these different things together? Um, a lot of coffee <laughs> and a lot of prayer. And that, that is the truth. Every night when I lay down, I just say, God, you know, carry me through to the next step to the next day. And I literally take it day by day too. like, I, I try not to, um, I set goals every day for myself and, and I try, I try to complete those tasks, those goals. And if I don't, uh, I don't let it get to me too much. Um, my family comes first and foremost. And so being a business owner, that that's one thing that, you know, it gives me the freedom to be able to take care of things that I need to take care of at home. But then I can also work around my schedule to complete things for my clients. And, and I do have an art studio here in my house too. So I, I work from that and, um, have my own little office set up and stuff like that. So just day by day, that's what I, that's what I tell people. Um, take it day by day. <laughs> Yeah, that's amazing. That's amazing. I I uh I know a lot of people that operate off of prayer and coffee, and I think that's a very um <laughs> realistic and very helpful and effective method of juggling a lot of things yes. like that, <laughs> especially with sure. uh, artistic things as well. Yes. Um, so you mentioned your works. Like, tell us about tell us about all of the um, <laughs> the mediums that you use, because like you said, you do floor floor plans for. Uh, interior design but you also are a graphic designer and mm -hmm. and may I ask if the painting behind you did you do that I did okay cool so can you tell us like about your works and like what they entail and things like that so um this painting actually was the demonstration painting that I did for a art class um that I taught at the interior design UNA department um on Tuesday so I thought it'd be cool just to hang it up there and kind of show that off a little bit. Um, so we had about 22 students there um, and I, I just taught them, you know, how to paint this. And they all did super well, like one of my best classes. But uh, that's to be expected. They're all super creative. So that's what they're going in the field for. Um, so I, my favorite paintings, let's see here. My angel prints are really popular. Um, I think people can really connect to those. I actually have the first angel that I ever painted. Um, I kept my original and it's hanging above my bath. And like every night when I go take my bath, it's kind of something that I just reflect on. It's something that brings me peace and comfort. And um, I, I, yeah, I have people message me all the time saying, you know, this print carried me through this situation and thank you for producing that and that's something that means a lot to me um when I had my little boy I actually painted um a, kind of like a mother angel holding a baby swaddled and that was kind of to show appreciation of you know God allowing me to have a baby and um never really thought of it being a way to comfort mothers who had endured losses but I've really had so many people message me and personally tell me their stories, you know, of like how that print meant so much to them. It's actually, it was one of my first prints that was sold in Kirkland's too. Um, it's no longer available now, but I, I still, I, I do commissions of that painting all the time, like original paintings um, because it was so popular and meant so much to so many people. Um, and then <laughs> I did, I would say one of my top favorites was, and this was kind of out of my 
regular, like usual stuff that I do. Um, it was the Coca-Cola brick wall logo restoration in Sheffield. It's actually on the side of the rock bookstore. And so it was cool to go and be able to like restore that logo that was there years and years ago. Um, and so now it's something cool that, you know, people traveling, they'll get pictures with it. It was featured in the Alabama magazine a few years ago. So um, I thought that was really something cool. Um, my main mediums that I use, though, are canvas and acrylic. Um, I've just recently started using watercolors and I, I've really enjoyed using the watercolors. It's something different. I can create really, really detailed, but soft features in um, like floor plans and stuff like that, or renderings for clients. And I've even been doing house portraits and those are, those are doing really well for me. So where do you um, accept commissions? Like how can someone get in contact with you for that? Um, so I have a business face, Facebook page and I have my number and my contact stuff on there. I do a lot of business on Instagram. And then here recently, um, my Etsy shop has really taken off. Um, I, I don't I don't know why. I don't know if it was because of the lockdown and people were just looking for stuff to buy, I was bored or whatever. But uh, my Etsy shop has really been doing well for me. And um, so, yeah, if, if and I, I take commissions by email, by Facebook, Instagram, just any way they can find me and get in contact with me. So, <laughs> okay, that's good. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> so, what exactly is an artist to you? Like, how would you define art in your own personal way? Um, so, I would say that it's somebody who expresses their inner being through creative mediums. Um, I know this sounds cliche, but every time I sell a painting, I feel like I'm selling a little piece of time of my life that's going to be in somebody else's home. That was a, a period and moment in my life that I took the time to create and express my feelings, my emotions, and then somebody found value in that and purchased it and carried it to their home, and now they're enjoying it, and that that just... That's amazing to me. I think that's so cool. And that's one of the reasons I do it. So. Yeah, I think that's a great definition, honestly. Um, in my ceramics class, we always had these types of questions. And I think it's really important to ask artists these questions because you always really get something different. Um, but I do feel that a lot of people can agree with that. I think yeah. a lot of people yeah. understand that it's sure. a, a time thing to put you're a piece of you and then someone else is able to uh to relate and to uh, mm -hmm. get comfort out of that you know yeah so I think that's amazing makes it worth it for sure oh yes definitely so do you as being a graphic designer and also an interior decorator because usually when I think of the two I think of graphic design as you know as print you know you're working uh with things that are going to be like like stickers and things like that, but an interior decorator is like a 3D type of thing. So yeah. like, how do you like find balance between the, do, between the two? And do you think there's a difference in, in, the, in the two? Um, I do think there's a difference between the two. 
Uh, when I was in high school, we had we had programs outside of our regular school classes that we could take. And one of those was graphic design class. And that's kind of where I became familiar with Adobe Illustrator and Photoshop and all those things. And um, I really enjoyed those. And I did a lot with those even after high school. And I, I got my first job um, with a local company and I was the lead graphic designer there for five years. So I, I learned a lot from that. And they are, they're two totally different fields, but I do feel like they play off of each other a lot um, because with my interior design work, like for instance, I'm, the design field's always changing. So I always need to refresh my logos or um, like the headers for paperwork and stuff that I present to clients, stuff like that. So that it plays right into it. I, I can, I can always use, I use illustrator all the time. And so I do really feel like it's, it's a, it's a plus for sure for you to really focus on the Adobe programs and stuff. If you're going into the art field or if you're going into interior design, um, I'm in all three. So they all three play together in, in my case, but, um, Yes, it's, it's very important. They they do play together. Not the same field, but they connect very well together. <laughs> that makes sense. It does. Do you have any advice for people who are in this field and, uh, and who are uh, students of this and how to navigate all the, you know, different areas of, of being a business owner and also being a successful artist? Um, so I would say, once again, take it day by day. Um, I didn't start out with like just a huge clientele, started out very small. I, I got a little background um, learning from working at several different jobs and stuff like that. And every little bit of knowledge that you can, you, if you can shadow somebody or email somebody or Zoom meet with somebody and take that time to just really increase your knowledge on the subject that you're you're wanting to go into I, I've myself I've just been kind of like kind of been a yes man sometimes a little bit too much but I feel like it's gotten me to where I am today I feel like it's helped me really have a good understanding of the field that I'm in and be able to fully help my clients when I need to um, so if, if there's ever an opportunity to increase that knowledge, I know, I know that when you're young, there's a lot going through your brain and you don't really know for sure if this is the field you want to go into. So that's where all that, sh the shadowing other jobs, email people and see if you can meet with them and just see what they do day by day. You never know really what you're getting into until you are there in it. And then you're it's sometimes too late for people. That's one of the things like I feel like should be incorporated in high school even more so is sh shadowing the field that you want to go into. That That's a huge thing for me. And I've always preached that to everybody, even with my son when he gets older. If, if he decides to go into a, a specific field, I'm going to really encourage him to kind of meet with some people that do that day by day and shadow them and see if See if that's truly what they want to do. So 
I think that's a that that's a that's a great thing that I I also believe that high school should do because like you said, uh, you never really know until you get into it, and you don't. So you're there. <laughs> yeah, you know, and then you don't want to wait till it's too late, and then it's like you've devoted all this time studying and trying to mm-hmm. be what you think it is when really it's the opposite, and that I, that's really important, I think. So what is next for the like next five, 10, 20 years? Where do you where do you see yourself and your family? Um, so I constantly have like ideas and dreams just running through my mind, just like every other person in America. So um, I hope to have many more art prints in stores and retail stores all over the U.S., um, possibly open up my own interior design and art studio one day. But, uh, um, you know, I, ne- I never really had the idea that I would have artwork being sold in retail stores. And it was one of those things that kind of just happened. Um, I had a, I had an art recruiter email me. And I'm not going to lie, at first, I thought it was kind of just something like a scam or something. <laughs> and so I emailed her back and was talking. And um, here I am today with, with my reproductions and stores. And I, I'm so humbled and so blessed and thankful for, for that opportunity. Um, and so I'm always just trying to better my business and get more artwork in stores and homes um, for people to enjoy. And, um, but for now I'm enjoying this season of life with my husband and raising our little three-year-old son. It's just something new every day. And I'm taking, I'm honestly taking my, my business part a little bit slower right now, just to get through these, these sweet moments of the beginning of his life and um, taking, taking all that in. So (laughs) That's amazing. Do you, uh, well, first, can I ask you, so you did say it was like an art recruiter approached you and wanted to uh, mm-hmm. get your, okay, cool. Any, okay, okay. And also I did want to ask, do you still see yourself trying to pursue being an art teacher? Um, probably not just because I get a little taste of that when I, when I want to through teaching my art classes. And so really the one thing that I'm so grateful for is that I have the knowledge in those three fields of art, interior design, and uh, graphic design that I I can really kind of, if I get bored with one, I can kind of dabble in the other for a little while or, um, you know, branch off of those three things when I, when I feel like, Hey, cause sometimes with, I mean, with, with art stuff, my, my brain just kind of shuts off. I get the art fog and I just can't produce. I don't know what it is, but it just happens sometimes. And so that's when I step back and kind of just refresh, try to, you know, look for inspiration, um, focus more with my interior design work, which I've been doing a lot, a lot with lately. Um, my interior design business has really picked up and I'm so grateful for that because that's where my degree and my field of choice comes in and, and I've enjoyed that a lot. So, um, yeah, so I just, I'm, I'm grateful that I get to do those three things and swap out when I, when I'm getting bored. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. All right. 
Uh, I've gotten to the end of my questions. Do you have anything that you want to plug, like any pages, social media, anything like that? Um, so I have my Instagram account and then Facebook, and I, I totally will be up for sharing, sharing the podcast and stuff after that. So, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yes, I agree. Okay. <laughs> yes, ma'am. So thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Um, oh, thanks for the invite. I enjoyed it. I'm glad I could share a little bit. It was something new. <laughs> Good. Yes. Yes. And you did a great job. Thank um, you. And everybody, please uh, follow follow our pages as well. Follow Miss Kelsey's pages and stay on the lookout. We're uh, uploading episodes every week. Uh, tune in next week when we have another guest. And this has been the Soda Pop Podcast. Uh, have an amazing week. Stay safe and never stop learning. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Make sure to check out all of our social medias. Feel free to send us your feedback at arts at una.edu or through the DMs of any of our social media. We hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you in the future. This podcast has been brought to you by UNA School of the Arts. Executive producer is Mark Gallegos, co-produced by Selena Fugate and Tyler Hankins. Special thanks to Dr. Terrence Brown and the entire SOTA staff.